0: To rise up, reclaim, and embrace the change from survive to thrive as a victorious soul through the power of love. And now, here's that lady on the internet who loves you, Danielle.
1: Hey there, Wisdom. It's Danielle Burnock. From DanielleBernock.com, love yourself. From Survive to Thrive, that lady on the internet who loves you. And today I have a question: of What does it mean to let love win? Uh, my community is Victoria Souls community. My podcast is a Victorious Souls podcast. And a Victoria Souls has soul has four core values: being love and honor centric, having a warrior mindset taking ownership and self care. So these are the four core values. And I have been focusing on with my community about being love and honor centric. Recently I wrote to them and even did some live presentations on Facebook about love winning. We hear that term love wins. What does that mean? It means a lot of things to a lot of different people. So I wanted to talk about what does it mean to me? And then talk about it. What does it mean to let love win? Well, to me, because I'm a Christian, when I say love wins, I mean that the love of God wins because God is love. And when Jesus walked the earth, he talked a lot about love and a lot of people didn't like it. They didn't like that he was doing things differently. There's a program out there called The Chosen one of my favorite lines in there, the character who plays Jesus says is get used to different because he looked at things differently. He looked at love differently. He loved people differently than people did. And he encourages us to love other people and to even love ourselves. I'm a self-love coach because you can't love others if you hate yourself because you can't flow love out when there's hate stuck inside. So you have to love yourself. We need to let God love us. And even if if we can accomplish those two things, that's love winning in our personal life. But I was writing to my community about one of the things that Jesus talked about with love and love winning is how he said to love our enemies. That's not a popular thing. The people of that day were pretty upset about it. Because, you know, they're like enemies. And back in that day, it was an eye for an eye and all that jazz. And vengeance and retaliation and revenge is a big thing. It's a big emotion. I mean, back in the Old Testament before Jesus came, when someone killed someone by accident, the person who is related to that could just go and kill them, you know, the person back. You know, you killed my brother, I kill you. And that was a common thing back then. But see, that wasn't really God's heart from the beginning because he made a plan that, you know, if that happens, he told that guy Moses, or was it Joshua? I don't know. It doesn't matter. What he did is, is to build these things called cities of refuge. So they would build these cities, and it would be a place where someone could go for protection if they accidentally killed somebody. And then that person who thought they had the right to kill them, they could no longer do that so long as they were in that safe place. So the point of that is that that's love winning. That's love and mercy winning, because that's really big. That's a big deal to God about mercy. That's one of the things Jesus said to the Pharisees, to people who were all about rules and regulations, and really they were all about themselves more than the rules, is that he desires mercy, not sacrifice. It's about love, about love, about mercy, about grace. That's the heart of God because the Bible says God is love. You know, and we're made, humans are made in the image and likeness of God, which is love. So that is why our greatest need is for love. And you know what happens when people are not loved well in their life? They act out in really bad ways. They do things that are mean and nasty and... A lot of times it's just because they need healing on the inside. You know, there is evil out there. I'm not, you know, flying in the face of that. There is just evil out there as well. But there's a great deal of bad and negative things that happen simply because people are wounded and broken and hurting. And a line from an old movie called Hook comes to my mind. The Wendy, I think, in the movie, she talked about. I think it was hook, how he must have really had a mean mommy, and that's the cause a lot of times someone has been abused or traumatized or something has been taken from them and Especially if they're a child. I am a childhood trauma survivor, suffered so much trauma, and I didn't know how to deal with it until I got older. I healed of it, and now I help other people deal with that. Although I'm not a counselor, I'm a coach. If you need a counselor and you come to me, I will send you to a counselor. So this is not medical advice. Just by little disclaimer there. But the thing is, for love to win, we have to care about love in and of itself. And so when Jesus talked about loving our enemies, you know, and we balk at that because it's not fair. Why should we love them? You know, they're our enemy. They're bad. They're terrible. They're awful. Whatever, you know, word we got going on there. Or we think that what love means is not what love means. We think that You know, to love our enemies means to just let them off the hook. That's not what Jesus meant. It doesn't mean we let criminals go free because you know we're so-called loving them. No, we need to prosecute criminals, but there's a way to do it in a kind way and to offer people the option to make restitution, to take ownership for what they've done, to give them mercy in the process of convicting them of. What they need to go to jail for and also it doesn't mean that god wants us to be a doormat that doesn't mean you do everything everyone else wants all the time that's a trauma response actually people pleasing is a trauma response over explaining is a trauma response so letting love win means to have that in the forefront of your mind and as i was writing to my victoria souls community and explaining this to them i told them about how i got schooled on this (laughs) i went through situations that taught me this in the way that was hard because when you lean into love when everything in you wants to be angry and scream and yell and hurt and all that it's not easy but if you do it then the next time it will be easier. Sort of like if you go to the gym, you know, and you work out you come home and then your muscles are sore. And then the next day you're like, Oh my goodness, they don't want to go back. But sore muscles are sore because there's a chemical in them from what you just did. And when you use your muscles, it burns off that chemical and it will get rid of that pain that's in your muscles. So doing it again is how you actually get rid of the pain. Likewise, us being kind to people and forgiving people, having mercy on people, doing that when it's hard, that makes it easier for us the next time around. And the two things I shared there, and in one of my videos, I shared a third one also. And it was about responding in a way that set my heart free. Because we think that if we're angry at someone and frustrated with them and you know they did us wrong and we're going to retaliate somehow we think that that's really going to hurt them but what it really does is it hurts us and when we let love win we let love win in our heart when we forgive someone of something it's not like we're saying hey what you did was fine that's cool thanks for hurting me no that's not what's going on not remotely i love the line from the movie the shack or the book the shack he used he said forgiveness is letting go of another person's throat and i love that imagery because that's what we want to do we want to choke them to death because we're just so angry and upset and we've been treated wrong and justice needs to be done but god has put justice into his hands and not into our hands and that's where we need to let love win we let love win by giving the justice to god we give it to him and let him do the justice part instead of us carrying it out and retaliating and going to get what we think belongs to us instead we give it to him and we respond in a different fashion like One of my examples was with driving. I don't know, do you have road rage issues? Do you have problems with people driving them, cutting you off, traffic is frustrating, people driving slow, people laying on their horn when there's nothing you can do about it anyways. You know, it can be very intense emotionally. And years ago, I was going to this church and the pastor at that church talked about his driving and he started Speaking blessing over these people that were frustrating him when he wanted to yell and scream at them. Instead, he went, Bless you. And he would just start doing that. And he said how that changed him. It didn't change his circumstances, it changed him. I went, Wow, I'm going to try that. And I did. I tried it. Oh my goodness, it was so hard the first time because you want to yell and scream. It's like, You almost hit me what are you doing? <laughs> instead, instead, you go bless you. And it changed my heart. It changed how I felt. It helped me let go of all that animosity that was on the inside of me. Cause if I yell and scream at that driver, they can't hear me anyways. They got no idea. They could be oblivious. Maybe they're looking at their phone. Maybe they, you know, just got their eyes dilated and they can't see so well. Yeah, there could be a million different reasons. They're on their way home from a funeral and they're just devastated. There could be lots of reasons. So, by me speaking blessing over a driver that may be frustrating me, I'm having mercy on them. I'm calling God into their life to help them in a way I don't even know. I don't know what they need. I don't know where they need help. God knows. But perhaps. I'm, I'm just taking that opportunity to bring a blessing into someone else's life, instead of bringing bitterness into my own heart. And that's a choice. And like I said, at the beginning of this, the first time is the hardest. The first time is the hardest. And it's not so hard for me anymore. Sometimes when it hits me just in that way, and you know what I mean, (laughs) sometimes it still is hard because you know, I'm a human being, you know, and we struggle. With stuff like that. And I had a, a, other situations where people had been unjust to my family. People had been unjust to us that cost us dearly financially in the thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And I could try and go to court. I could try and fight to get that back. I could try and do something to hurt them. And believe me, those thoughts come in my head. I'm a human. That come in everybody's head. I'm a Christian, but you know, thoughts come that I don't want them to be in there. And instead I'm like, God, I, I help me get rid of this. And he did. He helped me get rid of it with one of them. He asked me to actually bless the person. And with tears streaming down my face, I did. Oh my goodness. It was so painful. I can't even believe how painful it was. But then I had this other situation that came up and it wasn't as close to home and with the devastation, but it was still financially devastating in some ways. And it was still hard, but I still been speaking blessing over them and praying for them because if I keep all that in my heart, it's going to hurt me. And I've learned as a trauma informed coach that that goes inside and it hurts me and that causes physical side effects that makes people sick, it makes people sick. Trauma makes people sick. If you have unaddressed trauma, it will make you sick. If you continue to harbor bitterness and unforgiveness for anyone, for any reason, it goes inside. The body keeps the score, that book is right. It will hurt you physically. Now you can even find Bible verses about that, about how it rots the bones. I mean, it's in there. That stuff will hurt your body. So if you let love win, let love win your heart. And then you can operate from a love and honor centric core. And then you will spread love in the world instead of multiplying that bitterness and stuff. So I wanted to share that with you today. I hope that was helpful for you today. And I don't know if anyone wants to chime in and add to that. I would, uh, it would be fine with me if anyone wanted to join in and say anything. I'll wait for just a minute to see if anyone wants to chime in. Okay. Well, I'm not going to stay here for a long time. Maybe I'm not operating my uh, wisdom app properly. I still am pretty new at this. But thanks for being here with me, all you guys listening. And until next time, I love you.